There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Does your kid need a video game tutor? Are you guilty of R-bombing? And which airline is least likely to lose your luggage? It is Wednesday, the 1st of August, 2018. The 1st of August. Can you believe that already? We're Jeff and Jen. Here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, we always hear people complain about people who spend too much time staring at screens, which is all of us. So why not put down the phone, sit back, and just listen for a moment? We learned this morning that, according to Nielsen, Americans now spend an average of over 11 hours a day consuming some kind of media. And it could be any kind of media. You could be talking video games, maybe watching a DVD. Does anybody still watch DVDs? Do sure. we still use our DVD I players? Somebody, I was talking to somebody yesterday that could not wait to get off work and go to Target and buy the new Avengers DVD. Oh, wow. All right. So, yeah. Maybe. I actually got a CD today. Did you really? Or yeah. you, will you listen to? Do you have a CD well, player in your car? Yeah, I do. And that's kind of shocking, I know. But the Kenny Chesney album came out and someone left, a friend of mine left the CD on my desk. And I was nice. like, I actually have a CD player in the car. Okay. Well, that's a form of media. Your phone, that's a form of media. The screen on your phone, your computer, that's a form of media. Uh, using a tablet, that counts as well. 11 uh, hours. Live television, recorded television, watching your Apple TV, your Roku or whatever. Those Netflix. are all forms of radio. Yep, those are all forms. Your radio. But the most common out of the 11 hours a day, the most common form of media that people take in, you're listening to it right now. That's right. Woohoo! 92% of people listen to radio in an average week. I now, love that. Television is second at 88%, and smartphones are third at 79%. So I realize these overlap, but these are the percentage of people who use the device. Um, We're just so easy. I mean, you can just take us anywhere and everywhere. We're in your home. We're in your car. We're at your work. And it's free. And it's free, and it just requires very little effort. And we're friendly. Right. Uh, yeah, we are. Not all. music. I mean, just music in general, outside of the personalities on the radio, the music is just <laughs> so fun. 
But we're expanding now. We're growing to your smartphone. We've expanded to your computer. You can also find us there as well. So as times change, the business model changes. You know, the platforms change. But I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Also this morning, most kids go back to school later this month, which is a big stress reliever for parents. But it also means your wallet's about to take a hit. A new survey found that parents will spend as much as $65 on back-to-school stuff this year compared to 2017. And new clothes are still the biggest expense. But electronics are now a close second. Seven big back-to-school expenses you got to worry about besides new clothes and electronics, new shoes, backpacks, art supplies, (sighs) pencils, pens, (laughs) folders, and notebooks. I have the list of everything I have to go Bye for hey, Jacob's w- will you tally it up like when you get everything on that list, is there a way that you can just uh, keep track of it, add it up and bring it in so we can know exactly so can what it all costs? Yes, sure. because the reason I ask is that according to this report, they say it'll cost you $569 to buy everything on that list. Oh my gosh. Now obviously that's the average. Some people are going to pay more, some people are going to pay less. Oh, my gosh. But so people are going to go in the basement and find last year's supplies that you didn't use completely and say, hey, these pencils will work again a year. And that's okay. But $569 wow. seems to be the average. What's funny about the list is I haven't really looked at it all that closely. I just know it exists in my home somewhere. But uh, the thing about the <laughs> list is, is there will be things on the list that I'll be like, I don't even know what the hell that is. Like what? When they start talking about the specific different kind of pocket folders, and, oh, okay. and I, I'm like, I have, I, I, uh, this, it looks. I look at the list. And I'm like, this is hard. Can I find somebody to just go I'll do, do this it. for me? I love just it. Here, let me give you some money, and you just go shopping and get all of this. I'll totally do it for you. Put it on my. Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at five one three seven nine one forty four forty. Or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. My credit card and then you can just write me a check. I would or love to know. you can me the money. I would, I would also love to know the average number of t-shirts that your teenager owns. Goes through. <laughs> I swear. I, I mean, I, clothes shopping is not something that we need to do just because there's so much. Yeah. I loved that was one of the most glorious feelings for me growing up as a kid because we didn't get like a ton of new clothes every year. We got clothes back to school and at Christmas and then like at the end of the year when you bought your summer stuff. But I loved it. Like I loved the best. getting new school supplies. I loved the notebooks and the Trapper Keeper. Mm-hmm. And just I can't wait to go school shopping. Mm hmm. It was it was pretty cool. Like at the beginning of the year, when you had all the new school yes. supplies, you just felt so prepared and right. ready, and so organized and clean. Didn't you yeah. feel like a really big girl when you had the five subject notebook? Yeah, five whole subject in one notebook. It's serious. He Let's didn't cheat. He didn't cheat. He got the trapper keeper. <laughs> That's right. I also enjoyed when you had like a thousand pens. 
Remember, they would be like, you can have a purple pen. And you'd mm-hmm. be like, yes, a colored pen. Also this morning, when we were kids, parents would yell at us to stop playing video games and get back to our math homework or stop listening to that damn radio. You got homework to do. Turn that noise down. Why do you listen to that trash? Uh, believe it or not, some parents, though, have actually started hiring video game tutors to help their kids. Video game tutors. Boy, have times changed. The tutors can run 20 bucks an hour. They help your kids get better at the biggest games right now, especially Fortnite. And why would a parent want to hire a video game coach for their kids? Well, there are three main reasons. Number one, hoping your kid... Uh, helping your kid improve at Fortnite actually improves their social life. Helps them fit in. One parent told the Wall Street Journal, there is pressure not just to play a game, but to be really good at a game. Also, kids are more obsessed with video games than ever, so their parents want them to be really good at something they love that much. Okay, well, at least he's passionate about something. Mm-hmm. So in that way, it could be like when your parents got you, say, oh, I don't know, dance lessons, Jen. Oh, loved my dance lessons. Or horseback riding lessons, Tim. <laughs> Giddy up. Did you do no. horseback riding? No. He did swimming. Swimming lessons. He was a Swimming. swimmer. Yeah. And with the rise of esports, if a kid gets good enough, maybe they could go pro at video games and make real money. Who knows? Well, they could become a design. I mean, what do they call it? Not a designer. Do they call it a designer? No, like a video oh, a game coder. coder? Yeah. 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 I mean, there's a there's a few bucks in that, from what I understand. Well, the possibilities are endless. Have your mm-hmm. kid create an app. Like, think about all the money you could make by creating a really cool app. You know. Yeah, and preferably one that hasn't been invented. Already yet. invented. I want to turn Jacob's handwriting into a font. I wonder if there's any money in that. You have to. Can I sell set up the, some more? Yeah, I'd have to obviously font? sell the font. I like know. Microsoft? I don't know personally, but I know of a guy that creates those fonts, but he just releases them like it's something he does on the side, and he releases them for free for fun. Yeah. So I don't I know. I suppose we could do that, but you know, a nice little trust fund for the kid would be nice. Yeah, we want money. <laughs> <laughs> Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, 735, mainly cloudy skies, showers later, and a possibility of a thunderstorm, high of 79, and then, as Fritch promised, the weather's supposed to get really nice. Yay! Just in time for the weekend! Yeah. Uh, Let's see, right now, 67 with Jeff and Jen. By the way, I did want to mention, Jen, you were out, but last week we had Natalie Jones come on the show Friday morning. And this was probably uh, late in the 8 o'clock hour, so if you don't normally have a chance to listen to us at this time, you may have missed it. You may have also heard by now that Natalie Jones was attacked while walking to pistol whip. That's just crazy. And attacked walking to her apartment in Clifton. And on Friday, she shared her story. So last Wednesday, I had been living in my new spot for the much-anticipated spot for 10 days. And I got off work here. I went to the grocery store after work, ran into a girlfriend I hadn't seen in years at the grocery store. We talked for like 20 minutes at 1130 at night. It was awesome. And as I was parking to... Um, there was only street parking around my apartment. Yeah. And I was parked a block away on a really safe area, a safe street in front of an orthopedic surgeon's office it was a there's an orthopedic surgeon a dentist and a bank 
and I parked right on that street. And I had my, I put my backpack on with my computer bag and I had like my wallet and my cell phone and my bag of groceries. And I took 20 steps from my car and I was hit in the back of the head with a gun out of nowhere, just blindsided. And I, you kind of know when that happens, like, you know, immediately, like there's a split second that seems like an eternity in your mind. You're like. I was just pistol whipped. Like, what just happened? So you knew instantly. Yeah, you just, it's your instincts kick in. Like, you just know. And I immediately started screaming (laughs) so loud. Good, good thing I'm so loud. And I turned around and there was a man standing there with a gun in my face. And he said, give me the phone. And I screamed at him. And then he said, give me the phone. And I screamed again. And then finally I fumbled and gave him the phone. And then um, he ran in one direction. I turned around and ran in the other direction, screaming. And by the time I made it to the main street, because it was before midnight, so there are still people walking around and the cars mm-hmm. around the street. The main street there is kind of still bustling. Clifton's a busy area. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot going on. For sure. Yeah. Um, it was right there. I guess what I say is right there on Ludlow Avenue. And by the time I got to Ludlow, there was a girl and her car stopped. And she was maneuvering to get out of a parking spot on Lillo, and she stopped and said, do you need help? And she called 911 immediately. And by that point, I could like there's I could feel the blood gushing down my head. And I started to freak out that like I just need to get to a hospital. I need to, sure. I, I know I'm in shock. I've been concussed before. Like I just need to make sure that I'm OK. Um, and it was incredibly terrifying. And you're just in like. Auto mode. Sure. You never, I mean, you never know what's going to happen in that situation until it happens. And it is terrifying. And you you use the word blindsided and uh, we can, and we take that for what it is, but did you hear the footsteps? Did you sense that no, somebody was coming up behind nothing. you? You really were blindsided. Zero. 100%. Didn't see it coming. You just felt the impact. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Didn't hear anything. And I wasn't on my phone. I wasn't, didn't have headphones in. I was just... Carrying your bags. Carrying my bags. Excited to get my spinach in the refrigerator. Like, just nothing at all. So you start screaming right away. Mm-hmm. And he only asked for your phone. You have yeah. this backpack. You got your laptop. You've got your wallet. But mm-hmm. he just wanted the phone. Only the phone. It was so bizarre. And he's, all he said was, give me the phone. And so I... With a gun in your face. With a gun in my face. It was terrifying. What did and, you think in that moment? With that gun in your face, did you think he was going to shoot you? Yeah. Did you think you were going to die? Um, kind of. Yes. I'm like, this is the moment. Um, and I mean, it's like, oh, uh, exactly what I can't even really articulate how exactly you think that's going to happen or what you think is. It's just terrifying. Yeah. This brought up a, a lot of different tentacles to the conversation. Like when someone robs you with your phone, you don't think. All of my emergency contact information is in that phone. And it occurs to a lot of people, I I don't know, like, I don't know my significant other's actual phone number. I can't get a hold of them. I can't get a hold of anybody. Yeah. I don't know how. Um, so there are a lot of aspects to this, you know, personal safety. And we actually had uh, Zane Nickel, who is a 20-year veteran in the police force for Butler County. He's a... Detective, he's sort of a personal safety expert, and this guy's been working in the criminal justice system for decades, and he brought some really great tips to the table in mm-hmm. ways to 
empower yourself, protect yourself from a would-be attacker, things you can do to safeguard yourself now just by simply making some changes on your phone, making sure find your phone is turned on. Mm -hmm. So we took that conversation that we had with Natalie and we put the we put that on my person of interest podcast. So you can listen to the whole thing from start to finish and ways that you can actually protect yourself. Uh, we've created a link, I believe, on the Jeff and Jen mm-hmm. Facebook page. It's up. It's also on my personal Facebook page. Um, if you don't have time to listen to it now, obviously, you know, tag somebody in it that you, especially maybe your daughter your sister, your mom, someone, even yourself. I mean, Tim and I learned a ton from this. It's pretty oh, yeah. good stuff that Zane talked about. Yeah, you can really learn so much about just your own personal safety and things you don't even think about and ways that you can at least safeguard yourself so that if you are attacked, you know, you've got some kind of backup plan and you've got a way to get help quickly if you need it. Well, here's the thing I love because I was completely unaware. I was out of town. I had no clue this had happened. So I get back into town and I send Tim. So what I missed, Tim, while I was gone, he says, oh, other than Natalie getting pistol whipped. And I was like, what? Yeah. I'm like, literally serious. I was just in shock about it. And so I didn't have a chance to talk to her or see her until Monday. And I will tell you what amazes me about this woman. Oh, yeah. Is she is a rock. Yes, she is. She is a rock star. And she is not a victim here anymore she was a victim when that man beat her over the head with the gun but she is not living like a victim she is not going to let this incident keep her from being out in her neighborhood Mm -hmm. she's not going to be afraid she's not going to let this one moment in time define anything about her or her life or change her in whatsoever yeah she's not going to live in fear and i just uh, she just amazes me the strength in her and her resolve. I just, I have the utmost respect for her. Yeah. Natalie's a badass. She is. A, <laughs> she is. For sure. A lot of people, a, <laughs> a lot of people talk about that, you right. know, about staring danger in the face and not being a victim, but she mm-hmm. actually lives that. Right. She also did a segment that I saw on the channel nine news uh, last night. We also have that on our Q and a two page. She was interviewed by one of the reporters there and they kind of covered the story as well. Mm-hmm. If you want to check that out on our Q and a two Facebook page and they have not caught the guy yet. Have they? No. That's what the new the news said last night that they had not acquired, I guess, anyone. They've not apprehended a suspect yet. Yeah. No. Uh, so check it out. It's um, if you want to find it. It's on the Facebook page. Also, you can go to WKRQ.com. Click mm-hmm. Jeff and Jen. Uh, the Person of Interest podcast now has its own link. And uh, it's all about Natalie, her story and ways that you can protect yourself. And uh, Deputy Nichols from Butler County Sheriff's office we really appreciate him coming in and sharing some valuable information with us as well all right 743 jeff and jen a couple of other things wanted to bring up this morning there's a new term to describe something that's almost definitely happened to you and it's made you furious we talked about this on our facebook live this morning it's called R-bombing. R-bombing. R, in this case, stands for read. And it describes that moment when you send someone a text, a text that you think is important, and you make sure that when you send that text, 
It says, you know, delivered at the bottom of it, so you know they got it. And sometimes, if you're lucky, it'll say, read. They read it. But they don't respond. That is called R-bombing. So the lesson in this story is to turn that thing off on your phone because you could have it on and not even notice now, it, and then know, people are realizing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, why don't we focus on when you don't respond to somebody? Because How frustrating. Isn't that frustrating for you when somebody, when you, uh, example, there is somebody that I have asked the same question three times. What's the question? And who's the person? Respond. <laughs> and it's like, listen, this is not a difficult question, and I want the answer to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've asked three times. I know you've read it. I don't. I don't know. I'm leaning with Jeff. I think you got to turn it off. That way, no one knows if you. Because then you can just always lie. Oh well, I never got it. Where do I need to do this? <laughs> it's insane. Yours is Guys, not. Just respond to people if they yours send you. On. I, yours I is not on. Don't worry. So I'm good. Yeah, yeah you're Mine good. Mine is on. Sweet. I think. Trust is yours us. Yours on? I don't know. <laughs> I don't be. think so. Jen. No, it's not. I don't think any of ours. There are, are very on. few. Most people don't have it on, but My there's a couple does. of people that do. And, and I think it's just because <laughs> you don't know how to turn it off. Right. I I love it when other people have it on. So. I know that they've read it, but I sent you uh, a test. You'll have to read it because what it says is if you go from iPhone to iPhone through an iMessage, it'll say delivered. Right. That means we know that you received it. Whether or not you've actually read it. Right. Well, what's the appropriate time before responding to it? Immediately. Because I got a couple yesterday (laughs) and I was doing demo at one building. Right. Painting another. And I was not going to touch my expensive iPhone with paint all over my hands. Exactly right. dust all over my body. You have to let me know immediately what's going on. No. I I responded to everybody like four hours later. Unacceptable. Okay. No, but that, (laughs) but Tim brings up a really great point because yesterday while you were doing all that, I was here working on a future person of interest podcast. It kept me locked in a studio for four hours. I'm trying to edit, trying to get this stuff done so I can get out of here. I got text piling up and the sense of entitlement from some people who send you a text that demand to know. And it's not even important. There's nothing life or death about it. And they get snarky with you. If you don't respond within a certain amount of time, it's like you got about a 15 minute window and people start getting snippy. Yeah, I know. But the problem is, is that we need to know now. I need to know what you feel about that now. I need to know the answer now. Trust me, even though I don't have that alert turned on that tells you that I've read the text, you know, trust me that if I haven't respond within 15 minutes or so, it means that I haven't had a chance to look at it or answer. Or maybe I don't have an answer for you yet. Straight face. No, I mean it. I mean, that is the situation. Because you're all glaring at me like I'm guilty and I'm not. (laughs) Jen has asked you three times now, Jeff. Three times I have asked you this very simple question. What was the question again? And yeah, I've not gotten the answer. I never received the text. How did we ever survive? Exactly. In the time before answering machines that's a very good question because i mean you the only way to get a hold of somebody would be to call them at home and they had to be home and if they weren't there leave a message you drove to the corner bar where maybe they were at they might hang out there if they're not grandma and grandpa aren't home maybe they're down the street at colleen's or you called all their relatives and said where's jen where is Jen? Crazy. Where's Jen? Yeah, I got home. I walked into my apartment and I had like eight messages on my machine. I was like, what the hell is going on? Right. So did mine come up red? I opened it. Nope. It doesn't. It just said delivered. It just says delivered. Okay, good. 
No, you are a part of the problem. No. <laughs> I don't think anybody in this room or even in this building has that thing on. God, no. That <laughs> exactly. makes you accountable. You're not accountable. Right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.